Welcome to Truth Triumphant Radio. I'm your host, Cody Mori. And today, today, praise the Lord, uh, is, is a relatively good day. I, if you are a resident of Florida, it's a very good day. But perhaps you are someone else watching and seeing some of the things going on. Um, I do think a Hegelian dialectic is probably at play here. But nonetheless, um, you know, we've been warned about various things with entertainment and the education of our children. And today, not but a couple days ago, the Reedy Creek uh, situation there at Disney was revoked, which I think is a very good thing, and I, and I praise the Lord for it because they were sexualizing children and they had been doing it for a long time actually there was a uh, there was a, a an 11 year old drag queen that was on Good Morning America which is from ABC which is the parent company is Disney so they've been doing this for quite a long time so to see to see them actually take somewhat of a hit that's very very refreshing to see a positive I think uh, and also just to see some of the things, uh, some of the parents pushing back. It's very refreshing to see parents caring and and kind of the the homeschool situation of individuals increasing more and more and people taking more of a of a stake in their child's education and what they are actually learning. And so I wanted to look at some of that stuff today, and I wanted to look at in particular, you know where what's going on, where we came from, and kind of who's at fault here. And it's quite interesting. You know, Mrs. White has said for a long time, you know, our, our message has been since the, uh, the mid-1800s, our message has been a message uh, about health, something that many other denominations did not focus on at all. Uh, we obviously have the sanctuary message, but we also had message about the importance of education. And ironically, all those things, or maybe not so ironically, the the time has vindicated uh, the spirit of prophecy over and over and over again. It's like it's like she's speaking to the very times we're living in now, where education is is just in tatters and, and there's really no excuse for it we have better technology than we ever had before we have more information available at our fingertips than we've ever had before there's absolutely no excuse as to why education has 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 fallen into shambles to where gender identity and teaching young children sex education and things like that have have become prominent and to the point where everything is based off of emotion but over and over again you see the spirit of prophecy vindicated we've been warned about these things whether it's whether it's talking about COVID-19 or whether it's talking about the education system that's going on we've been warned and specifically given special messages in regards to education and I think there's a very there's a very uh, good reason why Satan is going after the kids and making them think that they're gender fluid and gender uh, 
you know, this non-binary and all these different things, demi-boy, demi-girl, and, and all these, just these crazy spectrum of gender that's popped up just in recent years. And I think it's because of this. I think it's because of Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, which says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. So if we train children to be emotional, if we scar them by almost peer pressuring them into into which is hap this is what's happening peer pressuring them into thinking that they, that being straight is not cool that you have to be at least gay and preferably you really get extra bonus points if you're like transgender or if you are are non-binary or some weird uh, situation in between or whatever you want to call it and then getting surgeries done at a very young age and it's 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 heartbreaking absolutely heartbreaking to see you know the, the parents that allow this stuff to happen but there is there has been a lot of pushback and as i said that's been quite refreshing now we don't know exactly where all this is going to go i've already said many times on this program so don't think i'm saying i'm giving a republican a praising republican message here I am not. I, I think there's a Hegelian dialectic at work. I think that the pendulum has been cranked all the way to the left, and eventually uh, it's going to let go. And and we're seeing we're seeing the pushback. People have already run to the right, to the right side of the aisle, thinking that it's safe there. And we'll just have to stay tuned and see what happens. But I will I will say this: the when I see when I see companies like Disney that have been selling magic and witchcraft to parents and children as a form of entertainment, that have been uh, teaching children to be homosexual and queer and pushing this agenda, when I see groups like that especially you look at the employees a lot of the employees not saying all the employees obviously not but there's been a lot of employees there that were pedophiles some one of them one of them was uh, a, a a lifeguard which is very disturbing to think about but when i see a company like disney um taking a hit like this i pr i honestly folks i praise the lord that there is judgment on those who are taking advantage of and preying upon children. And as Jesus said, it'd be better if a millstone were tied around their neck and they were cast into the midst of the sea uh, than if they offend one of these little ones. Now, I know that also means babes in Christ, but it certainly also means actual children. And the education clearly has plummeted we focus on gender identity now well not here in florida it's illegal praise the lord at least for a few of the grades <laughs> um only up to third grade but this wasn't always the way it was you know so if if satan knows that if he trains up a child to be emotionally driven or he he peer pressures them and, and gives them tra traumatic stress in their life and trauma then he can destroy them. He can destroy them. They'll be, you know, what we would call damaged goods. And many times it takes nothing short of a miracle from God to bring people's understanding in their minds out of those ways of thinking.
And the opposite, of course, is true too. You know, you read you read about God telling telling His people to teach teach the law of God, His statutes, His judgments, His word to the people in Deuteronomy chapter six and chapter eleven. You can find those there, where He says, you know, when you walk by the way, teach your kids. When you sit us down, when you when you rise rise up, you know, teaching your children different lessons throughout their lives. So when you train a child up in biblical principles, when he is old, he will not depart from it. It will always be with them. It will always be with them. That doesn't mean they're going to be saved. They can turn away from it. It's not. This is not a a, a, a truth where you apply it and it's a surefire guarantee that he will not depart from it. No, that's, that's not the case. Uh, if that is the case, then... God failed to train up Lucifer properly, and we know that's not the case. So it's there's a free will choice, of course, but this is kind of like more like folk wisdom, where you know you would say an apple a day keeps the doctor away. That doesn't mean that if you eat an apple every day, you're never going to go to the doctor. Of course, it doesn't mean that, but in a general sense, you know, eating an apple every day having that fresh fruit and stuff like that in your life rather than having, you know, a bunch of junk food and stuff like that is a a a good way of keeping your health up. So that's that's what this means. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old he will not depart from it. Generally speaking. Now, I wanted to look at a couple of old questions. I've I read this book. It's a pretty short book. It's basically a glorified pamphlet. It's actually shorter than a lot of pamphlets from the 1800s, but it's uh, it's called Four Centuries of American Education, and it's talking about 16th, 17th, 18th, and 1900s. And there's a reason it's talking about that. It's talking about that and not the 21st century is because the 21st century is, uh, uh, by all intents and purposes, garbage in, compare, in comparison to the generations before it. And again, there's no excuse for that. So on page four and five of that book, they go over a few of the old uh, questions from elementary school in the 1860s, and this is from this is from a book that was used in the schools called Joseph uh, by Joseph Ray called Three Thousand Test Examples in Arithmetic Drill Exercises for Review. This was written in 1862, so this is a uh, this is even after Mrs. White was in school, uh, about 20, 30 years after she was out of school. Remember, she only got a third grade education. So keep this in mind. This is elementary school. So this is going to be right around the same age group, though a couple decades passed. And this is page 94 and 95 of that book, articles 215 and 217, and stocks number 4 and 5. It says this, I insured two-thirds of a shop worth three thousand six hundred dollars and four-fifths of a house worth six thousand dollars paying a hundred and twenty six dollars what was the rate of insurance <laughs> it's amazing. we're so we're so used to our calculators and things like that I mean I, I'll tell you I, I can't necessarily answer this off the top of my head it would take me some time but this was an elementary school question here's another one how much money must be given with nine one hundred dollar shares at fifteen percent discount in exchange for eight one hundred bonds 
at 2% discount. And then another question we have here, and this was on history and the Constitution. And this is from a textbook in 1882 by B.A. Hathaway called 1001 Questions and Answers on United States History, Including the Constitution and Amendments. This is from page 92 on the Constitution. It says, what is a writ of habeas corpus? What is a bill of attainder? What is an ex posto ex post facto law enumerate the powers denied to the several states and what are bills of credit now again these are questions geared toward elementary school kids in the 1800s and this is during the time frame in which mrs. white keep this in mind mrs. white is writing about how education is failing and that it's very important that parents train their children and that if they can't do that that we set up education centers so the children can learn uh, properly because they weren't getting it in the school systems again those questions are far head and shoulders above what we're learning now instead what we're learning now is about sex education and I want to play a clip for you just to show you how serious this is and uh, keep in mind, this is this is this is a, a bit uncomfortable to hear. So if you, but this is actually what they're teaching elementary school kids right now in certain states. So if you are uncomfortable with that, uh, you can either shut it off or fast forward just about three minutes, and it should be over. But here's the clip. Listen. Alchemite gets big sometimes and points up in the air. That's called an erection. Sometimes I touch my because it feels good. Sometimes when I'm in my bath or when mom puts me to bed, I like to touch my too. You have a there, Kayla, that probably feels good to touch the same way Keith feels good when he touches it. But have you ever noticed that older kids and grown-ups don't touch their private parts in public? Hmm, they don't? That's right, Keith. It's okay to touch yourself and see how different body parts feel, but it's best to only do it in private. As I said, that's that's really tough to listen to, but I think I think it's important to to see what they're actually teaching the these poor children so that you keep them in prayer, please. Uh, I have two young children and um you know, we're we're definitely homeschool. We were homeschooling before, but if we weren't homeschooling before, we are definitely homeschooling now I won't let any of these monsters get near my kids keep in mind that's a sex education class that's geared towards first graders and this is a, a first graders teaching you how to masturbate and things like that this is this is going on throughout the schools uh, in the United States not in Florida at least not anymore praise the Lord um, but you know Disney is uh, has also been a part of this too. The the television shows that many parents leave for their children to watch, they they're teaching them the same things as this uh, sex education course for geared towards fifth uh, first graders, except for their stuff is geared toward toddlers. So take a listen to this. This is from Disney of all places. Disney with 
talking about transgenderism and basically the, they have the Muppets geared toward toddlers and one of them wants to wear a dress. And the girl said I'm not supposed to wear a dress. I don't want everyone to be upset with me. Well, if it makes you feel better, I can make your outfit so amazing, they won't even know it's you. You mean it? All right, then. Let's do it. You got it. Bippity buffity booba. Yeah, so quite disturbing there, again, and that's uh, Gonzo, one of the Muppets, who is going, wants to go to this ball, but there's a dress code uh, for the girls and the guys, and he really wants to wear a dress, so he basically has a fairy godmother situation there, and uh, is given a dress, and goes in drag. Blue's Clues does the same thing. They have a... Blue's Clues, right, it, the, the show where you look for dog clue paws to find monotonous things like where's my crayon or where where did where's my letter or so whatever whatever they're talking about now they have um, a drag queen parade and some of you may have heard about this and they're celebrating trans uh, families and gay families and things like this all, all of which should not be exposed to children. And remember, this is geared towards very, very young children. Hey, Blue! Look at all these families! Hi, families! It's time for a pride parade! Families marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah! Families marching one by one, hurrah! They love each other so proudly And they all go marching in the big parade Families marching two by two, hurrah, hurrah Families marching two by two, hurrah, hurrah This family has two daddies They love each other so proudly And they all go marching in the big parade Come on, friends! Families marching three by three, hurrah, hurrah Marching three by three, hurrah, hurrah! These papas are non-binary. They love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in the big parade. Families marching four by four, hurrah, hurrah! Families marching four by four, hurrah, hurrah! Trans members of this family all love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in the big parade. Thanks, Blue! Happy Pride Month! Wow, again, so there you have it. Um, very, very disturbing stuff. It, it, it's amazing to me that you would even need to explain to another adult why this is completely out of line. Uh, regardless of whether you were religious or not, this is just completely out of line to be celebrating this stuff this is it's 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 sickening and it's completely uncalled for and it's it's really quite scary because what they're trying to do is they're actually trying to indoctrinate your children and they are they are 
you know, as, as the term that's come out recently, grooming, it's actually very fitting. That's grooming children. They're watching this. They're thinking, because kids, kids are very impressionable. So they're watching this, and they're thinking, they don't think about sex normally. Children don't. They don't think about having two dads and two moms and this and that and the other. But when we start to expose them to these things, they think, oh, I want to be trans or I want to be gay or, or whatever it is because it's been something that's brought to their attention. Just like if you would show them dinosaurs, they'd want to be dinosaurs or something like that. Very, very impressionable. This is, this is very, very sick. And it, this is no longer in the realm of just homosexuals wanting to be homosexuals and just wanting to be accepted in the community now now they want to be affirmed by everybody else that what they're doing is right and good and that is for anybody who's living by the principles of the Bible if you are serious Christian if you are really reading the scriptures and you read for instance in Romans chapter 1 which talks about homosexuality and renouncing it or Leviticus chapter 18 that uses the very strong vocabulary term of abomination to describe this act if you are if you choose to stand with the Bible and stand with God you have no choice but to reject this it doesn't mean you don't love uh, love people and, and hate the sin you know um, but if someone's like an alcoholic or something like that you don't tell the alcoholic, oh, here, have some more alcohol, and I affirm you, and I think everything that you're doing is good. That's not what you do to help an alcoholic. You help them by calling out the sin uh, for what it is, speaking the truth in love, and then you know showing them Christ, witnessing to them, and trying to win their souls. That's how you do it. And that's how we... That's the... That's the demeanor that we should have towards the homosexual community. However, this is huge crossing the line with this trying to indoctrinate children, trying to get them interested in this stuff, when this is not something that, that they should have anything to do with or even thinking about sex until they're much, much older. And it's quite interesting, you know, if you train your child in the, in the ways of Scripture, the Bible says that, uh, you know, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And it's it's very ironic because back in 1647, there the first school law that was set up here in the United States was called the Old Deluder Satan Act. And it says this. This is the actual act passed in 1647 in the colonies, in Massachusetts Bay Colony to be specific, where they implemented schools. And here's the reason why. It says... It being one of the chief project of that old deluder Satan to keep men from the knowledge of the scriptures as in former times, keep them in an unknown tongue. It is therefore ordered by this court and authority thereof that every township in this jurisdiction, after the Lord hath increased them to the number of fifty householders, shall then forthwith appoint one within their own town to teach all children as shall resort to him to write and read whose wages shall be paid either by parents or masters of such children or by the inhabitants in general. So the purpose of schools in America, the, the very purpose of setting up teachers here in the United States, pre-colonial you know, times, 
was to teach people about the scriptures. Isn't it ironic how far we've fallen from that, that, great, that great idea that we had? Harvard's motto used to be, for Christ in the church, for the glory of Christ. They had two mottos. Yale, Princeton, they were all Christian. This is pre-skull and bones. You know, they were, they were all Christian education universities. But keep in mind, folks, keep in mind that this is all part of the Jesuit order's plan to destroy the family unit because the family unit is the foundation stone of society. Societies that are free need strong families. Societies that are not free are isolated families, broken families, improper families. When you have a when you have a family cuz God implemented the family, he implemented the marriage, it's in his institution. When you have a family that doesn't that doesn't fulfill God's purpose, it becomes a broken family. It becomes a traumatic experience. So, I want to quote to you Remember, keep in mind that the Jesuits have set up schools all over the United States. Rome's been pushing their agenda for some time, and the during the Counter-Reformation, when they started setting up these schools under Loyola, it was called Ratio Studorum, which was their, their ideas of bringing people back to Catholicism and away from Protestantism through education, through university systems, and they set up universities throughout Europe. This is from the book 50 Years of the Church of Rome, uh, page 499, and it's quoting Abraham Lincoln, but the book is by Charles Chinoquay. It says, The Protestants of both the North and South would surely unite to exterminate the priests and the Jesuits if they could learn how the priests, the nuns, the monks, which daily land on our shores under the pretext of preaching their religion, are nothing else but the emissaries of the Pope, of Napoleon III, and the other despots of Europe to undermine our institutions, alienate, our, alienate the hearts of our people from our constitution and our laws, destroy our schools, and prepare a reign of anarchy here as they have done in Ireland, in Mexico, in Spain, and wherever they are, any people who want to be free. Folks, we could take a great lesson learning from Abraham Lincoln's words there. Because the same thing, it's chilling to see actually, because the same thing has happened. We are on the brink of anarchy right now. We, we, our schools have been destroyed. I would say if you have children, you should take your kids out of the schools. Even many charter schools. Of course, there are. there's always exceptions to the rule. we got to be balanced. But folks, I just... With all the stuff that's going on, it's really, really scary. And you, and you think, you really got to think to yourself, who can you trust? Who seriously can you trust? They betray our trust all the time, and then they wonder why we don't trust them. The media lies, and they wonder why you don't trust it. The, the uh, Twitter, which was recently bought by Elon Musk, we'll see if that it ends up being a, a pro-freedom uh, of choice thing or not. We'll see how that goes, or if it's just part of the Hegelian dialectic. Again, we'll see how that goes. But, you know, these social media platforms, they scratch their heads and wonder, not really, but they act like 
at least the boots on the deck that are fighting the spiritual battle on the left side, they wonder, they wonder why people are getting so extreme on the right. And it's because they're being censored, they're being blocked, they're being marginalized. And it's, it's easy to get caught up into different nets and different things um, and going too far to the extreme. So we got to be balanced about all this. But remember, the, the greatest people that ever lived on this earth, John the Baptist, Elisha, I'm not sure about Elisha and the way he was raised, but I know John the Baptist was raised by his parents. And I know Jesus Christ was raised on his mother's knee. And the Desire of Ages says that even the Pharisees wanted to take him and bring him into their institution. And she said no. So praise the Lord for that. So, folks, we'll have to stay tuned. Please keep the children in prayer. These are tough times they're going through. And you got to wonder how much longer before God's judgment really starts to fall on this earth with what's going on right now. I'm Cody Moore, and you've been listening to Truth Triumphant Radio. God bless.